for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, April 9th, 2013. This is episode 77 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, we talk about Android on attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we got on Skype for a while, hopefully, Eric F. What's up, Eric? You know, Matt, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they call this living the dream. This is it, right? Paradise. This is what that dude was it. talking about in that one song uh, when he sang about paradise. Yeah, and then that other song where it said almost paradise. It's right. kind of like here. Right, right. A little bit. Makes sense. Uh, Seth, back with us once again. What's up, Seth? Long time hey, no good see. Good to be here, guys. <laughs> good to have you. We thought you uh, died. Good to see you didn't. <laughs> nope. Uh, and Shane. What's up, Shane? Hey, not too much, guys. Excellent. Uh, we should, you should continue with what we were discussing pre-show, uh, because that was, that was kind of interesting. Seth brought up a point about why, why we can't just sync our games across the, uh, the devices. Is that, say what you said, Seth? I was just, I've been spending, I don't know, the last, maybe a few hours, the last couple of days trying to think about how to sync. I played this game called The Bard's Tale. I haven't played very much, but I enjoy it. It's a good RPG on on um, <clears throat> the Play Store, and I've been trying to think, you know, if I am don't have my tablet with me and I want to play for a few minutes, I play for it, and then if I have my tablet, I want to continue my game in the same spot. You know I mean, I don't want to have two separate games in two different places, because RPGs, they don't they don't function well that way. You know, you want to sort of continue where you are. You don't want to start all over again. And so I was trying to figure out a way to sync my game saves across my different devices. Like looking so for the game file and then trying to figure out a place to put it that both devices could get it from, that type of thing? Yeah, well, or what it's were you... actually, I don't think actually that's possible. At least I don't think it is exactly. What people Kind of kind of like that, though. What's happening now is that uh, I think the best solution is, and I can't think of the app I have at the moment, but, um, you know, it sort of backs it up to to box the save the settings, and then... You know, you just you go to the other app, and they actually it's, they have a new version about that's starting to do it automatically. Like every time you close or open an application, it'll just sync. It'll automatically sync, right? And so I'm starting to. I have, I'll talk about that more next week once I've played with them a little bit. But I've been um, I've been researching how to do that, and right, it just seems to me like it's dumb that Google doesn't have it built in automatically. That that you know it doesn't sync your stuff across devices, or at least give you the option if you wanted to. I can see maybe where some people don't want. Well, to and right now you have but... to rely on the developers that that do it themselves. Like Madfinger yeah. has one that you can sign into once you make an account, and it keeps you on the same place on all of your devices. Oh. You know, Dead Trigger does right. that, Shadowgun, Dead Zone does that, and but it's not Google that... doing it; it's the developer making it. Like this is their platform they made. So yeah, and the other thing right now is it most of them all require root access. Except, and we're going to talk about this Carbon. That's one of my app pick for this week, and we'll talk about that. It was, it's the only app that I can find that doesn't require root access that allows you to actually do some decent app backups where you're backing up save game data and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I'll talk more next week once I sort of progress, or maybe two weeks from now. I think I've got a meeting next week, but um, two weeks from now, 
and tell you how it sure. progresses. Like in a couple months when we see you again, you can we'll talk all about it for sure. No. Uh so last week everyone was kind of buzzing about the whole Facebook Android thing. Are they going to make a phone? It's going to be an app, the home thing. Uh they had the announcement last week. Uh it's pretty much what what uh Android police said where they tore down the APK that it's a it's a launcher. Facebook made a launcher and they partnered with HTC that's going to make the launcher default and come, you know. Uh is that is that is that what you guys were like? Yeah, this is this is what Facebook needs to be doing right now. I I think this is the right move for them. Sir, I don't I mean the branding the phone I, that's that's good cuz that's not it's not like great because oh my god, we have a phone that's wonderful, but it it is a better way to let a lot of people know that they're launching this product. Right, it's a good way to do that. Um, I don't think it needs a phone. So does in this fact, mean it doesn't need a phone? Does this mean they keep the app? They have the launcher also, and then you can also get the phone if you want to not have to mess with installing it yourself or whatever. Or Pretty they... much. If you're ultra lazy and just want to have a crappy phone, <laughs> then sure you can you can go buy that thing. It's ninety nine dollars on contract. Have fun. Um, but if you, you know, I think if you're using an Android phone, you can probably figure out how to download and install people, I the saw, Facebook launcher. I saw on Google Plus people were excited about this. They, were I, they being sarcastic? Oh, I didn't think of that. No, I think, mm-hmm. no, some of these people I, I would say are, are legitimately. Matt, do you, do you mean the phone or are they excited about the, the app? Uh, the phone itself. Because then there were also other people that are like, why wouldn't you just get a phone and put the app on it and get like a better phone? <laughs> I, I think I think it's the, the price point, first right? has slightly deeper integration with notifications. Sure, it ruins them, but it has deeper notif- uh, deeper. Integration. It Facebookifies them, which if you if that's all you lived in, like if you didn't have a ecosystem bias or anything like that, and you lived in Facebook. Like, would that be a a choice, or would you still go high end phone and then put the the launcher on it? I, I think if you're getting a high end phone, you're not going to waste your time with the launcher. I, I, you know, uh, I've been thinking about if this is good or bad for Android, or and how good or bad for iPhone. And I've come to the conclusion that the segment of users who really love Facebook so much that they want to do that probably aren't the audience that's buying a lot of apps on the Play Store, so this doesn't hurt Android from that perspective. And perhaps it will hurt Apple in the sense that if people really like Facebook, and let's face it, most iPhone users, do they just play Facebook and mail, they may be pulled over into the Facebook phone. And then when social media fatigue sets in in about a year, when people are just sick of seeing stupid cat pictures and whoa you know, whoa either depending who <laughs> those your aren't stupid are, my friend either obama is hitler or whichever sure. republican is popular is hitler you'll you'll like i'm tired of this what can i do and you'll you'll be in the android universe so um if, if unless facebook reverses the trend that people are just getting bored with facebook Right. It could, in the long term, be good for Android because those people are going to be pulled. They could be pulled out of iOS into Android if they love Facebook that much. Eventually, they get sick of it. I agree with you, Shane. I think this phone would have made more sense two years ago, or you know what I mean because I think Facebook is. I maybe this isn't right or not, but I, all my students, at least, do not use Facebook nearly as much as I was expecting them to. They use things like Pinterest 
or a Tumblr or things like that. They're not using Facebook at all. Or hard, they are using it, but not as much as I was expecting them to, or as excited about it as I was expecting them to be. And so this seems like this is sort of, I think it's good for Android, as you said, because I'm glad they didn't try to fork it again, like like Amazon. I wish Amazon had done something like this. Instead of forking Android, why don't they just put a launcher on it or something? It makes sense. You know what I mean? Back when Amazon first was doing this, though, did they know that that was something they could even do? Like, that that was even what? an option? Because they wanted to sure use and focus around... They they were putting skins on. But they wanted to focus around their own app store and everything. They wouldn't be able to do that with the with Play, right? Google wouldn't... Well, you could hurt. still put the app store... Like, I have Amazon app store on my phone. They could just have it be on their part of... And really deeply integrated into their, you know, their launcher or something like that. So, go ahead. I was going to say, Amazon's, they don't really care about the, they just wanted a device to replace your TV um, more so than they're trying to make a phone and a productivity tablet. I, I agree with you, Shane, but what I'm also saying is that I think they have lost sales because of that. Like, I I was, I was interested in the Kindle, but I didn't buy it because I'm so locked in. I can't put the Play Store on it. I can't do all that stuff. Um, it's a major pain. You know, I think it is. To, I think you lose a lot with it. So I think it'd be great if they had had I just don't know what they would have lost. Like, what's the downside for them if they put... And for instance, like, even and for Amazon, it hurts Android because, like, I can't access my Amazon Prime subscriptions, right? I guess I can through if I, have, if I download um, uh, Adobe Flash Player, you know, 11.1 and use Firefox, I can, I can get to it. <laughs> yeah, instant video, right? Which Prime is available for Google TV. Ironically, strangely enough. Yeah, and it's available for iOS and everything like that, but they've kept it away from the Play Store because they they want you to buy their Amazon tablets and not the Google tablets. And so it just seems like, I don't understand, it seems like that was a bad decision on Amazon's part for, for a lot of reasons. And I don't see what they gain from making their tablets less functional. But Do, do you think it comes down to this? We had an article come out about the EU and uh, Google's this whole fair search bundling. Europe thing, bundling, and it, it's kind of reminiscent, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Microsoft antitrust with IE back in the day, right? It's kind of no, you're bundling not, for your. Not, it's you not know, like it at all. No, just the whole bundling and putting it up front, and Google saying you have to if you have to feature all of our apps in a prominent default placement on the phone. Yes, if you want the Google apps, you if have you to want show it, right. the Google apps. That's so, okay. That's what yeah, it comes that is down to right. <laughs> No, the the, whole, the reason why Microsoft was an anti-competitive is because they went to, because you couldn't even put it you couldn't put another operating system you couldn't change the browser on it and all that stuff. Clearly, with Samsung, there's plenty of latitude for people to customize the phone to that it doesn't even resemble Android that much. Mm-hmm. You know, so and in fact, even on Samsung, I don't know that they emphasize Gmail or YouTube, or any of this stuff with their own things. All this thing with the EU is, is because Microsoft hasn't been able to get any traction to use the government to restrict uh, Google in the United States. So they go to the EU, which is a little bit, I don't want want to sound like a Tea Party guy here, but uh, when it comes to American business, they're a little anti-American when it comes to business. And uh, they like to muck around with it. And it doesn't, it's not at all like the Microsoft antitrust, because, um, Clearly, companies have already done this. Um, for uh, Modify the operating system so much that you give a totally different experience. And trust me, Microsoft would not be so concerned about bundling, quote-unquote, if, Mar- if Windows Phone, which bundles their own services, wasn't at like 2%. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. There was an and awesome. Of, <clears throat> there was an awesome competition. There was a great comment on one of the Google Plus posts that somebody said Microsoft should bundle some apps into their their marketplace because <laughs> 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 there's only a few. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say one last thing. I think that for Facebook, I they should have come out a little bit earlier, but I think that this is smart to have this this deep integration to Android. I think some people will use it. I think it'll be good for people who want it. Uh, I think that I have deeper worries about people being less interested in Facebook than they used to be. But, I mean, this is smart for Facebook not to try to start creating their own operating system and create their own phones. And that's just that's just work and effort they don't need to do. You know what I mean? And this seems like this is a great solution for them. And I think they did a good job of it. That's a kind of a, an interesting time for, for Facebook Home to come out because can't Google just also point to that and be like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah, actually, they can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is, I mean, the thing you have to think about is if you want to use Android, by default, like, the, the path of least resistance is to use Android without Google. If you want to have Google Apps integration, you have to start, you have to have conversations with Google. You have to have some sort of, like, that's why CyanogenMod doesn't bundle it. Um, it mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a reason for that. It's because you have to go through all these extra steps to get the Google Apps. Is this does the whole Microsoft Scroogled campaign have like any anything to do with this at all? Like they seem to be attacking. It just on, shows they're failing on like, all these. Both, can we? Yeah, can you guys? Can can we hear some right. audio from one of these commercials? I I don't have like TV or anything, so I don't watch commercials. So when I see stuff like this, it's kind of interesting to me that I are are like normal everyday people seeing this commercial on their TV and being like. Honey, is that true? Is Google real? Like, is I don't know. So you got here. Listen to this. This is if this will play. Will this play? Play. Did you notice these Android app charges? Yeah, I tried the Google App Store on that tablet my aunt gave us. Jeff, when you buy an app from Google, they send your name, email, even our neighborhood to the Android app maker without clear warning. Jeff, it's for the buck ninety-nine. Don't all top app stores do that? Nope, the Google App Store does. Jeff. Yeah, I gotta just say so those of us not on on uh, video here, it's these developers are like coming up to them and being like, "Thanks for the buck ninety nine." All like creepy and stuff. Has the calorie count? So that's that's what's what's going on here. This sounds like an after school special. What's that? Doesn't every? This sounds like an after school special. It's like doesn't everybody do that, Billy? No, no, sorry, Jane, they do not. <laughs> Like it, it sounds horrible. Really? Don't get screwed. You can't trust the Raptors. You really shouldn't trust Google for anything. Try Bing. Don't don't trust them. Trust us. Try Bing. Bing. Yeah. Try so don't, Bing. don't use their phone operating system, but use Bing. What does it have to do with like? I love it. Right as right as they say that, there's a Google Street View car coming by, and you hear the camera sound. It's all like Gee. that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I laughed at that. One. That's that's good. So. Yeah, it, don't. Meanwhile, Microsoft is trying to do the same Street View stuff on their own maps. Everybody wants them to use every their own because whoever's well, system they're using, that's who gets all the data, right? But, but, and I think but, it's I think it's really funny that I mean Microsoft. You know, if you think of like the gaming industry, right? Like Steam and other places are just starting to hate Microsoft because they're being more controlling and trying to make you use their App Store and trying to you know what I mean. And so like Steam is actively moving away from Microsoft because they think they're being controlling. Um, is it desperate? Does it look desperate? That's a word I keep seeing in all of these articles and comments is like desperation. So, yeah, so in case these listeners listeners don't know, what this controversy is, is that 
um, Google doesn't sell you the app, right? They they run they run as a middleman, so they kind of act like the payment processor, and so you get the 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 customer, the person who buys the app, a bit of the information goes to the seller, which is the app developer, okay? And they get a little bit of information. Just like every online transaction you do on Amazon, eBay, uh, you know. know. There has to be. Is there a way to do transactions like that? Unless you're using Bitcoin or something. But to do legit stuff like this, you have to have some sort of information about you attached to it. You have to authenticate somehow, right? Isn't that where this information is it's it's your fingerprint so to speak it's just no different than anything else that you buy online is um and it, i've seen people get confused to think google wallet the thing you do in the physical world transmits your information to this you know like cvs that's not true either google wallet doesn't do any of that stuff this is strictly like every other online transaction you you do i mean mm-hmm. New Egg, CD Now, Amazon, who else? You know, Best Buy, Buy.com, whoever. The so what's their beef? Thing happens. What's their beef? You can't well, compete? This, you got to, like, scratch and pull hair or what? Yeah, this actually started, this story started maybe a month and a half ago in Australia. Well, no, some, that site, Scroogled, has been around for years. Do you no, remember? No, no, this, Play Store, this Play Store issue started to oh. get... Um, some run in with uh, suddenly an iOS developer came over to Android and was freaked out by all this information he got. Um, and they someone in, in the uh, Australia did a story on it, and no one in the United States cared because he realized it was stupid and silly. And of course, that means Microsoft decided to pick it up. It, it's weaker than their <laughs> Gmail one. I mean, the, the Gmail one you could you could make a uh, you could almost make a case. Um, but hasn't Hotmail and Yahoo Mail and every other webmail service, unless you're running your own mail server, like don't they all do that? It's not they something- all scan your mail. But the implication was that Google's trying to find context and show you ads, which we all know it's 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 no different than than looking for viruses and spam because. You look at text and you run it through a bunch of filters. And that's and always the trade for using free products. If like that, there's that saying: if you didn't pay for it, guess what? You know. Hey, if you don't want if you don't want an automatic program or software scanning your email, then just don't use email. I mean, that's the way it comes down to. Yeah, I'm sure Google's the least of your worries scanning whoever's sending email like on the internet. There's all sorts of things out there scanning. Yeah. Well, Shane, so, can, can I go back to something? I'm sure just... if you. Wait, what? If you buy stuff through Microsoft's Game Store, they get your uh, they get your billing information and all that stuff. Of course, what, Eric? I I just want to go back to something Shane said because I I personally don't see a problem with this, but in okay, if you're comparing to like the Microsoft Store, where when you're buying when you're buying something from Microsoft, yes, they get your information. In this instance, Google is acting as an intermediary. They're like they are just the payment processor, so. Do do I if as you know if I were a developer do I really need your demographic information to get your money or is this just passing along the same demographic information like just you know just information that I can use for analytics or whatever it's analytics because that's right what I would get normally because even even I don't develop apps but I have music up in the Play Store and for all of the sales that happen there's these payment reports that have analytics and you can see you don't see the individual person like with their name and everything but you see a demographic of where 
where these people are coming from, how they found your music and all that. So it's it's probably information like that, right? It's just neighborhood. It's not like they give you your address, your your social security number, your you don't get credit card information. It, it, it was a, yeah. It was a I don't big... now have all of those people's credit card numbers. You know, it doesn't quite work that way. Yeah. It, it's so a I mean, story. really, what we're talking about is analytics, and that's maybe that's what people don't understand. It's something. But does you know that Google's choosing to give though? They don't have to. Google's choosing to give, and I, if I were a developer, I would see that as a plus. Aren't they using because the whole can... the whole thing about third party tracking cookies and stuff like that in browsers that people are making a fuss about in privacy, and they're making the normal people that use this stuff like they're kind of aware of it, but not exactly. But so when they hear it about their phone like that, then then they just put it all together, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is bad!" You know, and it freaks them. Yeah, the the Google of all the people who's tracking you now, government phone companies, um, they're the easiest to block. Pretty much. There's tons of other services out there. Yeah, I wish people were as enraged about the government's uh, tracking and and, and uh, monitoring of our internet communication. Right, you don't they are see about Google you don't... sending you, you your neighborhood after you buy something from somebody. Yeah, you don't see ads about that on on there. Like, you don't see these these people making ads about the government spying on you and big company people are afraid of big companies that's what it is don't be scared uh eric Matt, how are you doing <laughs> doing okay okay have you messed with this chameleon os i haven't but i i i want to take a look at it i probably won't run it uh well mm-hmm. let me step back it's what this is, is if you guys, if you've been looking at the custom ROM scene for any period of time, you probably come across um, MUI, mm-hmm. I believe that's how it's pronounced. My UI? Um, is it My UI? No, I'm is totally messing is? with you. I that's have no idea. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, what a lot of people use MUI for is to give their phones a more simplified iOS, you know, feel. Um the the big problem though uh, is that like if you go to XDA developers.com did we Ooh, lose Seth? Sc- I'm back now. Are you guys back? Mine went screwy too. Woo. We good? Is everybody okay? We're good. I'm yeah, good. I don't okay. know what happened there. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> all right, all right, buckle up, kids. <laughs> it's gonna We're be a bumpy ride. Mind. So, um, so the problem is you can't find uh, Mui anymore on XDA and some other sites because. It comes from a Chinese company, and even though they should be open sourcing this code, um, they refuse to. So they release a new version of it. Um, people grab it. They translate it into English. They do their little finagling to make it work on their phones, and that's how you could. That's how we get these MUI ROMs nowadays. So Chameleon OS is an attempt to recreate that MUI look and feel. Um, but to open source it and base it on CyanogenMod. Chameleon um, OS is also known as Chaos. Chaos, or chaos. in the English language, Chaos. Chaos. If you ever, you've never seen Vision, Ch- never mind. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's based on CyanogenMod. That's good, right? Sure. Yeah, I think it just it it fills that it fills that gap for people that 
you know, maybe they want to run this or they had a they have a phone that works with CyanogenMod, but nobody is, you know, going through all those extra steps to make MUI available for their phone. Um, it 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 fills that it fills that gap for them, and it gives them a, a simplified um, operating system to work with. I looking at the screenshots, this actually looks very nice and polished and such. Yeah. But like I said, I I don't dig that iOS the really really super simplified look. Um, so I probably won't use it, but it's it's available for a lot of phones right now. Yeah, all the galaxies, both ne- uh, G Nexes, the Toro and the Maguru, oh. the Nexus Four. Gonna, are you going to put it on your four, or what are you going to put it on? I was if I'm if I put it on anything, it'll probably be on my four. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I'm coming up on the uh, on Buddhist New Year out here in in Myanmar, um, and Happy things New Year. get a little chaotic. Chaotic. Happy New Year. Little yeah, sorry, a little chaotic. <laughs> so so I'm gonna wait until after that just in case, you know, I actually need to use my phone. <laughs> sure. Uh, in case I need to call nine one one. Oh wait. I don't have that here. I well I can call plus zero zero one nine one one. Is that your then... hotline to the embassy? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So yeah, that looks good. It looks cool. But yeah, like I never I, I looked at Mui and I was like, eh and then the whole Chinese thing, and I was like, Yeah, I don't know. And just it this whole thing is like you, you can customize the crap out of it also. And that's it says here in the article from uh, Android Authority about the, the theme engine kind of being their one of their more notable features. Advanced theme manager. Which I guess Mui has a nice theme engine, so good. You deal. got to, that's that's how they crank out all those, you know, iPhone copies. <laughs> and I have I have seen some some scary uh, convincing iPhone copies, let me tell you. Yeah. Like to you would not even know. You would not even know. And I've yeah, it it's amazing and I'm bet they're running MUI. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> what else? Shane, uh is this interesting at all? You you into this kind of thing? I think I'm done with custom ROMs. Okay. Seth? Uh, I, I still, I still like custom ROMs, um, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I, right now I just stick with Stangemod if I'm using something just cause I know it and I trust it. I, I'm, I like, this sounds really interesting to me, but, uh, I did just what root my Galaxy S3, interesting. but I haven't put a custom ROM on it, but I did root it. So, so the, the people that I are running say, Nexus I also, devices I are like, Android. what are so the people who are running Nexus devices are pretty much like, yeah, custom ROMs, yeah, maybe I'll get around to it. And then the people, <laughs> the people that don't have the freedom to do it, want to do it. I, I, I think it goes to show you that the the vanilla Android experience has right. just gotten so much better, right. so much better. Yeah, I would never yeah. put a custom ROM on my tablet. I mean, you know, I've got the Nexus Seven. It seems like that runs fine to me. At least not not right now. I like it. Um, my Galaxy S three, which runs, you know. Whatever Samsung uh, Touch Wiz, Touch Wiz, I may put that on eventually, but I'm happy enough right now. So you may put Touch Wiz on eventually. No, 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 no. I may put I may put uh, uh, CyanogenMod on it. Okay, sense. I rooted sense. it as the first step to that, but I have made a decision. I Honestly, I I I can't deal with Touch Wiz. Like I mess with my friend's S3, and I'm like so lost on it. It's just it's all cartoony and like Comic Sans Serif and jokey, and I I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. 
Yeah, I mean, I probably should do it. Jokey OS. First thing you do with the TouchWiz phone is, if you don't want to root it, at least put a different launcher on it. Like, yeah. put Nova or something on there. That that TouchWiz interface is, is just horrible and disgusting. Disgusting. It's a good, Dis- it, it, good description. It offends it. my my very it does right i'm like this device i want to throw it out the nearest window because it has just completely offended me so it's not that i don't know it is seth don't make is that bad it is what's so bad about it have have you seen it i have it right here it's okay i should say it's it's not that bad if that's all you know and that's what you've used but if you're if you come from vanilla android or cm and go to that it's I have, so I've got terrible Nexus 7 right here it's I horrendous you're weird listen Seth, <laughs> it's, it's like asking for legos for christmas right? and then mom buys you duplo blocks exactly <laughs> it's, it's the just, cheap it's knockoff just, it's not the same it's the cheap knockoff yeah and like I'm i hate their messaging their messaging is terrible <laughs> are you getting an s4 seth no no i mean that's not a big enough difference for me not not enough. No, it's just a little better screen. I mean, whatever. I, I'm fine with my S3 right now. I, I wear glasses. If you wear glasses and have terrible eyes, a better screen really doesn't matter. It's just a little bit better. I mean, it's better, but I mean, like, I don't think it's. I mean, if you're in the market, I would wait right now. Don't buy an S3. Wait for the S4. But I don't think there's any strong reason to upgrade. Or just buy the Nexus 5 or whatever the hell they're going to call it. Yeah, right. Wait for the Google one to come out. That's cool. Or the Motorola. So. Hey, let's talk about the Ouya, Eric. I mean, does that sound good, Matt, with you? Do it. Do it. Because Eric has the Ouya. And Eric, the reason that, because you, you've played with this, right? I have. And so the reason I want to get your opinion on it is because, uh, you know, Matt, you know I love The Verge. <laughs> we do know how you love The Verge. You always so. make fun of me about this. My app um, pick, you would have been proud a couple weeks ago, was The Verge app. Oh man, I can't believe I missed that. I know, um, I know. I was thinking of uh, you. They uh, they came out with a three point five out of ten, so they nailed it. And they said it was they said it was not ready. Uh, and you no, know, there's been a big debate on whether it was actually fair of them to review this because this isn't you know fully um, consumer ready right now. It's it's not a developer console. Let's be clear, it's not the developer model. It's still people who bought it on Kickstarter, but it's not yet fully like released to the consumer. You know, it's not like in Best Buy, like will be in what they say the beginning of June or something like that. So maybe it wasn't fair for them to to review this. I don't know. That's the for debate. But nonetheless, they just destroyed it. So Eric, I'm curious what you think. If you read this review, if you agree with it, and if you haven't read it, just tell me your thoughts on it. On the yeah, console, I, no, the I've review. read it. I've I've read the review, and I'll start there in that mm-hmm. I I agree with I agree with parts of it. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay with this Kickstarter edition to to make a judgment call on the hardware itself, mm-hmm. um, which which the reviewer did. Um, mm-hmm. the The one thing that I won't know until I get my Kickstarter edition is um, how they how they handled the changes with the actual controller, and that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the big gripes were. Um, mm-hmm. But I can tell you. You know, a lot of developers were complaining about the developer edition controller, and I don't really have a problem with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I may not have a problem with the next one either. What I do have a problem with is The Verge giving this giving this a score and actually doing a legitimate review. And the mm-hmm. reason why is because, you know, they they are they got this as Kickstarter backers. 
And if yeah. they were paying attention and reading the, you know, 25 plus, you know, update emails that Ouya sent from Kickstarter, they would probably realize that they well they would have realized that from the get-go they said that hardware will be finalized for the Kickstarter edition mm-hmm. and then that software would be finalized for the retail launch. So to do a full review and put a number on it and yeah. to make a huge part of that number be the software which is yeah. sub- which is being iterated constantly right. I think it was it was sort of just a race to get to be the first one to review the Ouya and to get page views yeah. which I think that's probably fair. Do you think uh, this will I, sway I how it ends up because they, the verge they being have to how this again. Hmm. Eric, sorry, Matt, I think go ahead. they, what I think that? they do need to review it again, and then they will, like they when will. it actually they launches. And I, and I think personally, I, what they should have done is they should have labeled this not a review, but it, they should have called it, you know, the the Uya like preview or something like that. First look, um, a preview, yeah. exactly. Um, and I, I kind of, I do think that this will. I think that this might, you know, sway some people, but I think that if you if you really wanted it. Or we're on the fence. You probably mm-hmm. made your decision already to either pre-order yeah. or to support the Kickstarter. So I don't, I don't know how much of the bottom line it's going to affect. Um, mm-hmm. But it might affect. What it might affect is, you know, developer interest in developing for the platform. That's true. That's a good point. I, I thought um, it was pretty unfortunate that they mentioned the number of games and the quality of games when this hasn't been out long enough. For developers to really sink into it, that just seemed like kind of a low blow. But yeah. and, it, it could, and the, it could and be the whole point is that. How... Go ahead, Shane. I was saying it could be ne- it could be negative for the UIA only because of how lazy tech writers are, and that they may just recycle the points that were in this review because it came from a you know reputable source. That's um, a good point. Yeah, you know, the the big headline is always what people remember. They may not remember the follow-up. So it could. I mean, you never know um, what people's reviews will be. I mean, how how many years later do we still have to hear about Android that widgets kill your battery? You know? <laughs> yeah. So um, as far as the app count, though, I I think a lot of developers, my guess would be that a lot of them were, they probably weren't developing to the Kickstarter, you know, cycle. Just based yeah. on all the... Based on all the stuff that Uya was saying about how you know the you're still sort of in a beta of the software during the Kickstarter phase before the retail launch, so mm-hmm. I mean I, I would expect more I would expect more games to come out um, before ahead of the ahead of the actual retail launch. I and like... if they don't, then that becomes a legitimate criticism. I like mm-hmm. the beef about the controller and how instead of A B X and Y like everyone else, they went with O U Y and A. The A mm-hmm. button is where B should be, and O is where A is. So every time the OES said press A to go back, I pressed O and went forward every single time. <laughs> well, that, that's the type of stuff that gets fixed. Though, no, right? I know. I just, I just thought that was funny that he's like yeah, every people were criticizing. Time. That's great. Yeah, I actually, I actually agree with that. People are that, really upset because about that Because I've controller. done the exact same thing. It is interesting too about the uh, the the lag he was mentioning between the controller and the console. Do you think that'll be? That's just, like what? What do you It'll think that's due to? That'll be fixed. That'll get the... fixed. Here's my biggest concern for this, and maybe you guys don't think this is right, but I I don't like the fact. Uh, what I would have loved, right, is a console that actually like ties into the Play Store and lets me play those games on my TV. Now maybe maybe that's not possible because 
it takes too much work to port a game designed for the small screen to a big. You know what I mean? That, that maybe doesn't work. Um, although once you have 1080p screens in your phones, it seems like it should translate easier, shouldn't it, to a 1080p yeah. screen? Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, what I really want is like I've you know invested a fair amount of money into the Play Store, and I want to just to buy a console that like transfers that stuff to my TV. Like when I put a fair amount of money in the Steam, I want to buy a Steam box that lets me play all those games well, on my TV. I have no interest in buying another console, having to rebuy all my games. And but having, Seth, a, having a store that doesn't seem like it's all that good. What's the difference between that and just getting a regular, like a Nexus 10 and going HDMI into a TV? Like you're playing all the same games. So why wouldn't you be yeah, able I don't know. to? That's what I'm saying. Maybe I would just do that. Although they don't have a nice controller, but maybe I could get a but controller. But like I'm and... saying, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they add that capability? Like it, that seems like a no brainer. That, that somebody did didn't somebody do this? I thought somebody rooted it now. or whatever and like put the the games on there. No, you can you can sideload the Play Store. Is it CES? That's, yeah, yeah what I Eric's, think you're right, Shane. I think I heard about that too. What Eric or said. someone's making something where it's actually just in the controller itself. There's no actually box. Uh, I know there's a Kickstarter. There was a Kickstarter like that where the they were doing the same thing, but it was just in the controller. I think the review should well, be higher because who else has come out with a game console from scratch this quickly? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that I, I'm not 100%. I'm not 100% sold on the Ouya, but I certainly think after having played it um, that I think that it is a, it's a nice console. It's not for AAA games. If you're comparing this to a PS3 or an Xbox, and like you're thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna save money and I'm gonna replace it." Dollars, like, why? How Dude. could you compare ninety nine dollars to like three or four hundred dollars? It's well, it's, it's not three not or four hundred dollars no, no. now. You can get, get an Xbox 360 for like a buck ninety nine with games. Okay, well, and yeah. how much are each of those games? Well, but how much are well, the? I mean, thing... I guess that's, this isn't. I mean, there still are games. You have to pay for the games here too. Yeah, but and they're not going to be sixty bucks a pop. That's so stupid. They need to get rid of the idea that your games have to be free, and then you get you have well, to you know do this in app purchase. A free That's test, a right? Model. I don't know. I, I am not a fan with that. I I think that giving people the option to try something first. I think that's totally fine, and it's actually a really good shtick for a gaming console because you know, especially if you're you know if you're wanting people to to just immerse themselves in your store and you're wanting people to get into that sandbox mode and try out all the new stuff that's that's being submitted every day, then you kind of do want, you know, you do want the barrier to entry to be very low. It's just like back in the day where you could get a, you know, you'd get the PC Gamer Mag and they'd send you a demo disc. It, it's right. the exact same thing. Yeah, but, okay, right. You know, actually, now that you say it like that, Eric, I actually am more open to it, but... It sounds like the right the way it's implemented right now, based on multiple reviews I've read of this developer, not developer console, this Kickstarter console, it sounds like it's really confusing how it's working right now. Like people don't know how much they're paying for levels, they don't know when they have to pay for levels. It's really annoying over and over again. What they should you say is something like, "We'll give you one level Seth? free, and if you want to continue paying, it's like a four ninety nine charge, and you get the whole game." You know what I mean? I, I think that but would be. Seth, the, the that? problem is is the is that the. The software is still in beta because yeah, no, where I, you're having yeah. a lot of those problems is that right. developers are using old um, are using old uh, API calls to um, sure. to handle their payment options. Um, right. Like because I'm because I don't have my Kickstarter one yet. Um, mm-hmm. My 
my username didn't have the ability to enter in a credit card number. Um, mm-hmm. So what I had to do was go find, you know, a, the one or two developers out there that actually have implemented the latest payment API and mm-hmm. act like I'm going to purchase their game. And because mm-hmm. they because they actually programmed their stuff right and have kept it updated, it then gave me the option. It said, hey, you don't have a credit card. Do you want to put one in? And then I could mm-hmm. do it. So mm-hmm. most of this has to do with application developers and the platform needing to get on the same page, which is, I think, what this whole pre-retail uh, time, you know, time frame is supposed to be for. Sure. All right. Well, I hope. I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I could be convinced that this actually makes more sense having a free thing. Although it does seem like a problematic if you are an app developer and you don't have sort of a way to have one level free, or you mean like I'm trying to think of an RPG or something. It's like it creates a lot more work for them. Like, why, I don't know you why could, they don't allow yeah. people who don't have that just to make them... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because uh, then you, you have to create I, a there, whole there new are different way ways to, like, okay, get well, around how do we problem, develop a, I think? a limit to help... Sorry, you go ahead, Eric. <laughs> no, no, I was just... There's... I'm sorry. There's just different ways you can get around it. You could do, like, a... You could do a time-based thing where, hey, you get to yeah. play it for an hour. Yeah. If they If they work out all those problems, it makes more sense to me. But right now, it seems like you're going to limit some... Like, if I was an app developer... I would be like, boy, I don't want to have to deal with Ouya's restrictions because I don't have an easy way to do that. You know what I mean? But if they can find easy ways to do that, I know this is the very beginning. So I think I'm excited for some of the possibilities here. I'm just not excited about having to rebuy all my games. That's And that is the that is the biggest, the 100% biggest gripe that I have with this is that, you know, I I wanted to play Final Fantasy III. It's the it's the most AAA title, you know. If you compare, it's the it's the most AAA title of all of the ones that are available right now. Um, I have it. I have it for Super Nintendo. I have it for my. I think it was Game Boy Advanced or DS, and I have it on Android. I didn't realize that I had to rebuy it, and I only rebought it in the spirit of you know testing out exactly you know how this whole oh yeah in uh, you know ecosystem how it felt it's great i think that playing it on the tv playing it like that with the controller is actually a lot of fun um and it for some reason it feels different than plugging in my tablet via hdmi and you know and pairing up a a ps3 controller like it it feels fundamentally different for some reason and that could be good marketing it could be the presentation because of how much they skinned it um but Having to rebuy everything does not sound very appealing. Well, and you right. don't yeah, have to do that, though. You can take the APK and pop it online somewhere, right? And download it, then sideload it, and you have it, right? You, you can. I, I, I don't know. So I mean, people not, have been I just don't know that I want to. It's a pain, and why should you have to? But it's the possibilities there. Well, here's Absolutely. the deal. If a, if a, I mean, we should we should wrap this up because it's been a long time. But if if because Android's open, right, or open it. Hey, The Verge wrote about it. This is important. If another if another manufacturer came out with something like the Ouya that allowed me to kick in the Play Store, Ouya's gonna die. Well, there aren't there like the Game Stick, like the yeah, what's that maybe, other one, the Wiki Pad. I, I mean, there's how, a ton I don't of see these. How Ouya could ever compete in that? But world they're not consoles, on really. They're I mean, the Game Stick is probably more so a console yeah. than the Wiki Pad or whatever. But yeah. But if hardware comes out that's like Ouya's, that lets me play on the TV with just plugging into the HDMI. When, with it, a nice controller for a hundred bucks, like I it, would probably buy that. Like I know I would buy anybody that. with a three D printer and the like a Galaxy Nexus 
guts you know like any but you could make one very easily it's all open source I although, mean, it's not... although the only problem is like i think they are forcing developers to redesign some of them and maybe shane knows more about this because he seems to know a lot more about developing than i do but um maybe the you know the it takes a fair amount of work to transfer you know sort of the small finger buttons into a big screen you know what i mean maybe this isn't that though only nice if like, you, i don't know it, that's only if you didn't make it well the first time like if you made it right know. with scalable graphics and stuff it should translate just fine shane do you know how that would work is that a lot of work to get it to work on a tv or do you think that's not so bad well yeah actually you brought up a good point it has more to do with the resolution that you develop the game on the phone. So most tablets are now at least 720p, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're designing games that look good on tablets, and Matt, your tablet's ridiculous, the uh, Nexus 10, um, a TV is either 720 or 1080p. So all it really matters on a TV is to get 720. So Mm -hmm. most games should scale up if you're not like two feet from the TV, right? Right. Um, That that, With TVs, you probably got to be a good six to 10 feet back. Okay. Um, so that's just that's just the way it, way it is. So I, I would say a few years ago when we were all dealing with what eight hundred by six hundred displays, I think things <laughs> went worse. Yeah, I mean there were even some lower. I think three twenty by four eighty were some phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it shouldn't be as big a deal now. Mm-hmm. with the way TVs and phones are all kind of converging. And like Seth said, the more once we get to that point where they will basically be the same and everyone redoes their app one last time, like we should be good to go from that point. Actually, forward. Matt, you probably see this you probably actually see this issue with your Nexus 10 more than we'd see on a console because I don't honestly your tablets beyond a TV. Honestly, I don't notice it on the games that I play, but I notice it on websites. Like people make graphics for their websites and ours does this too like we're not you know but (laughs) they make it so that they load quickly but then you're losing your dpi and if it's not like i couldn't i'd make everything in 72 dpi and it looks a little pixely but only on this tablet like the phone looks fine everything else it looks fine it's this tablet has really good density to its uh pixels right well i'm just saying your your tablet has twice the resolution or four times as many pixels as a tv probably Right. So when and it does look good on a TV. Like I've put it on a 55 inch and it the like Dead Trigger looks fine, uh Shadowgun looks fine. The, there are some games that do look a little, but the games are cartoony to begin with, so it doesn't I don't know. And like you said, unless you're sitting like attached to the TV screen, you're not really going to notice it that much. Yeah, I mean I think my tablet phone and Is TV in my office all have the same resolution. So, uh we'll move on but kind of still talking about games. Did you guys see this that Sony added uh DualShock 3 native DualShock 3 support to their Xperia handsets? And like Eric said, you can you can pair there's apps like a uh, BT controller does this. I'm sure there's more uh, in the Play Store, but you can pair Bluetooth controllers like a PlayStation DualShock or whatever two-year phone but this is kind of cool that sony's doing it native right that they're they're like here you have our stuff you can do this easy i'm curious how they're going to do it though or if they're going to bundle it as like an apk or if it's just going to be a bunch of files inside of the phone it'll be an Cause, update because you know right? that people are going to pull it out it'll be part of the make o- it like beats audio right right but it, it'll come down part ota right i'm sure that's but you're oh, saying- the, the yeah, I'm sure it will, but it's it's just you know how how are they going to bundle it? It is probably going to be a big determining factor as to how quickly it it will be ported to other phones. But it it certainly will be ported to other phones, and I'm very excited for that for that to happen. Yeah, that'll be cool. 
I mean, but it, like you said, it's doable now. But do you think native support will work better? It's like not emulation. Well, isn't it? I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time that I that I paired my uh, DualShock to my phone or my tablet. I seem to remember that there was there were like some issues, like if you had this type of antenna or something like that. Weren't there like some small, yeah, you know, problems um, where your phone might not support pairing? Yeah, you ever there are. That? Well, and, and uh, what's BT? That one it it lists certain devices that won't it just won't work on. Like you're just yeah. <laughs> sorry, it it does not work. But yeah. So if it's if it's if it's compatible at you know the Android kernel level, then. We you know, maybe that to. maybe that spreads the compatibility to every Android device. Who knows? And there's we'll put a link to this in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. Uh, the pictures here they say that you can see the new setting menu, and there will be a DualShock Three wireless controller menu option, and you can easily pair your controllers through Bluetooth and USB OTG. Uh, the initial setup apparently requires a USB connection, but once that's done, only Bluetooth is necessary. Pretty Do you neat. think they're doing this because the PS4 runs on Android? Per... Wouldn't that be neat? What? <laughs> like, hey, ooh, yeah, look what we did. Uh, I just uh, rooted my PS4. It's awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about Google Babel before we do app picks that look kind of interesting, maybe? The, we mentioned it last I think, week, I think. But... I think it's worth talking about only because... Um, I can't. I bet Facebook's a little bit not miffed, but they're a little bit ha- not happy because it seems like they're what's that called? Facebook heads or something like that on the new home thing. It's supposed to be like their solution to the chat problem in Android, and uh, their solution and is not to use. A don't use Google's chat. Use Facebook chat. Right. Right. Is that a solution? <laughs> well, I guess that's no one else is talking. I will. I think that Google needed something to fix. You know, the, it seems like there's a lot of, you know, Google Talk, Google Voice. Well, absolutely. And that's what we mentioned Google last Mail. week I mean, is that they Google need Google Plus some... chat. Uh, I've always felt a little bit lost sometimes. I'm like, where am I? Who's talking to me? Messenger? And... Hangout Messenger? Do you guys use that think, at all? And, and, I also, and I also think it would be great if Google started – I mean, maybe you guys agree with me, but I think I would like it if Android phones sort of defaulted to talk, you know what I mean, in their messaging, and like Apple iOS does, right? And so we started going through – if you have a connection and you have someone else has an Android phone, instead of using your messaging, I mean, instead of using your phone messaging, it uses. Do you know what I mean? I wish they would sort of. That's build like Google Voice. Better. Yeah, kinda. That would be cool if it was like nice and secure. If they like took text secure and built that into it, that would. Well, be... because you know, have you heard about that? I just you know, there's all these new things that say. Uh, I was. It was just recently, like, came out a couple of days ago, how the Department of Justice is really upset with Apple because. They can't hack into the their text messaging like mm. they can to the carriers, and so they're saying that like basically Apple's iOS messaging was so secure that they can't track criminals, and so they're really mad Listen, at Apple. Seth, have you ever heard of a honeypot? You can't. Like, this is, they're saying what they're saying is, oh, we totally can't get into there, so they can funnel all the criminal activity into the okay, one thing they can look at. Besides, they know it's easy to hack into an Apple account anyway, so you don't need to worry about the encryption. You can just okay, log into the Apple user. Well, whatever. I, I, I locked myself out of my phone. Can you please uh, change my password to one two three four? Thanks. Okay, okay. I, I stand corrected. Thanks, Eric. I probably need that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, nonetheless, I would still appreciate to have. I think it'd be 
great to have Google's sort of default is texting and all across all things. And I think it need, this is a problem that needs fixing, in my opinion, and I hope this does it. You know, yeah, iMessage is something I don't think I fully understand. My my brother has an iPhone, and he was when he was out here visiting, he he was using that the entire time. And Seth, can you explain to me like exactly what what is iMessage? Like what what's the okay, appeal I don't to have, it? Yeah, I don't have an Apple. I don't have an iPhone either. I don't have anything Apple. But I mean, maybe I have a couple things Apple. But um, <laughs> my understanding is that iMessage, if you're talking to someone with it's, and this is actually it seems like it's one of those things that just just sort of just works. If you're talking to someone with an Apple phone, an iPhone, it'll default to, to use the Apple service, and if you have a data connection. But if you're not, then it'll switch over to your your messaging, you know, your text messaging. And so, without even thinking about it, they can just sort of it'll just sort of know which one is which one. Does that? So it's like a hybrid of like Google Voice and Google Talk. If, yeah, but, if but there's with, data connection, it goes over data. If it's right, no, but tied into your phone's messaging too, so that if. It tries to use Apple first, and if that doesn't work, then it then it just sort of goes down to your full regular phone's you know text messaging. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. won't do that unless the Apple thing fails. Is my understanding of how it works? Yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, Google probably if Google can get it to all work better than I, uh, iMessage, uh, that'd be a pretty pretty cool thing. And especially if they get to work on iOS, because Apple will never open iMessage to a non Apple product. I see a lawsuit on our horizon over this. You think? Yeah, the fair search people are they're on top. You of it. copied us, man. I mean, if BlackBerry can get it to work pretty securely, I mean, come on, right? Google should be able to. Yeah, if BlackBerry can do it, I mean, come on now, come on, come on. Uh, there's so, a cool infograph. So, what? Go ahead, please, Shane. I was say, Eric, do you like this Babel name better than the other one with the two Bs? Yes, but it's still all stupid. Just call it talk. Talk, right? No, no, no. Babble, Come it comes, you guys, Babblefish, right? You guys, yeah, please but, tell me you know yeah. what Babblefish Ever. are, right? Yeah. You might as well just Google commiserate. Like, pick <laughs> a worse name. <laughs> what was that? Google commiserate. <laughs> oh, Eric. Yep. I know. Just quick with it tonight. It's because it's all that pent up internet rage. No, I know it, just, it gets bad, right? This is I think this Richards is required. We can ask him how it works. If you don't have your weekly venting with us here on Attack of the Androids, like you would literally probably kill people. I would disappear into the jungle and never be seen. You would? again? Uh, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. It's a cool infographic on how Google Glass works with the prism, the visual overlay projector, and all that stuff, and how it all looks. So. It's more of a visual thing, though, so I don't want to really talk about it, but it's neat. Uh, did you guys see the new Google Play Store app people were posting screenshots of? Looks cool. Do any of you have it yet? Yeah. I don't. I have it. As leaked by Eileen Rivera, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, they, and, they and I'm just thinking to myself, today. are they going to fire her now? What? It rolled out today. YouTube's Eileen Rivera. Out. Yeah, they started the rollout today. Oh. But when was this first leaked? A few days ago. It's time stamped April 7th. So yeah, a few days ago. Huh. And if you look at the icon, it's the Play Store icon, but it has a little it's... like a little food bowl, like a doggy food bowl. Oh, like dog food. Dog food? <laughs> oh, clever. that's awesome. Clever, clever. She had to have permission to do that. 
Yeah, maybe. these screenshots have been out they, already. It, I have to say, there was nothing wrong with the old one, but this one looks pretty good. Yeah. Do you have it, Seth, or is, are you looking at TouchWiz? <laughs> I, I pulled out my Nexus 7 for this. I don't see it yet. It's okay. that I'm not it's even not using. It's not as nice as the TouchWiz Play Store. I know that much. Oh, that's so awesome. No, it looks it looks good, though. I mean, it just... Did you get it OTA, or did you sideload oh, that? I, did you... I sideload off a okay. nefarious website, so I probably... <laughs> so it's probably I... full of Chinese Facebook malware. Did you, did you scan it with Lookout? <laughs> No, but the Google Play the, the Google Play Store did it. Um, no, it was off a reputable site. It's the same one Jason Howell had. So if he screwed, uh, we're all uh, screwed. Thanks. No, it it looks good. It it really it, again it underscores how crappy iOS looks these days. So I was is everybody furiously downloading it. No, right? I was gonna try to see if if I I had it on my Nexus Ten, but check this out for some reason. When you try to swipe to unlock, nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to set this down and let it reboot. Too many pixels. I know, right? It's great when it works. Uh, Google Play Music now in Australia. That's pretty awesome. So anyone in Australia can now listen to their favorite Matt Lee rap song. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, just one song? That's all of them. <laughs> that's cool that, I mean, that's crazy that they're just now getting it. Like, if you've been in it since the beta... Like that's been a while, and then ago, yeah. to to just see that like wow, people in Australia are just now getting this. Did you know you can put up to twenty thousand? Mu- like yeah, we know we've had it. It's <laughs> but, all about the stupid publishing companies. Yeah, it's cool that Australia is uh, now getting it. So more people to buy our stuff. Good deal. Uh, oh, and check check out it. It check out is much fast. It seems much faster on the new Play Store. Does it like when you're yeah, purchasing? It, yeah, it's pretty quick. I don't know what they did before that made it so slow, but it seems to work. Oh, can I finally buy Unkey on here? <laughs> Mine's still the same. Oh, well. All right, at picks, and then let's be done with this. Uh, Eric, since you have nothing written down in the doc, you go first. <laughs> sure, thank you for that. I'm just um, kidding. My app pick is, it's called NFC Tag Writer, um, and I... It's basically just a little app that lets you view what's on an NFC tag or write stuff to it. You can also copy one tag to another. Uh, So if you're wanting to screw around with uh, NFC, it's it's a neat, easy way to uh, to do it without having to write your own. Hey, Eric, is this the one by NXP or the one by the other? This is the one by NXP. Okay, good. Which is free, right? So, NFC jump with Glee. Tag Rider. I have to go pee. Uh, Seth at pick. So I have I have this thing called Carbon, uh, an app called Carbon. Here's the reason I found it really useful. And some I think was it Eric was talking about this already. So maybe you guys have already done this one. I don't know. But um, I was you know I I rooted my t- Nexus Seven tablet. And stupidly, I hadn't done this when I first got it. And so, you know, in order to root a tablet, you have to erase it totally. Mm, yep. And so I had some apps I wanted to save. Like I was talking about those RPG games I wanted to save. Ooh. And so I used Carbon to download back into the apps. So Carbon is a, it's kind of complicated how to do it. You have to hook it to your computer and download a computer thing. And then, um, so it takes a little bit of work, but it was great to have a way to back up my phone, I mean, my, my tablet 
and the apps on it without rooting it, without it being rooted. And I think that's the only way I know of doing that, um, backing up your apps without root. So if anyone out there wants to, like, you know, back up your apps, like your game saves, and you don't have root yet, this is a great way to do it. Good stuff. I think this is essential if you don't want to root because you watch, like, the play TV or play movies, like the things that hey. have DRM that actually look to see if you have root. This is a really good way to, to do full backups mm. without breaking that ability. Hey, you know, Eric, I was actually just trying that out because I remember I was worried that I had lost the Play Store functionality on here. Uh, I mean, like, I have downloaded, I mean, I have bought the movie, like, Ice Age, and it's letting me play this on my rooted tablet. Bought or given to you for free. Whoa. Oh, is that the problem? Was it given me for free, Ice Age? No, I don't know. I was just curious. So, so, uh, Seth, I've noticed the same thing. It looks like there's different ways to root it that the Play Store can detect, and in some ways it can't. Really? Yeah, I, I've come when I had when I had rooted my uh, my my uh, my previous Galaxy Nexus because um, I'm on. The, I think I switched to G4 since the last time you were on the show. Um, uh, I, I I was able to access the Play Store depending on the type of root, so it it varies. Yeah, he upgraded. All right, well, I'm, I'm interested in how this works. So, I want—I mean, I don't want to buy something. That's a problem. But I guess I'll find out someday. <laughs> One day you will know. Yeah. Sure I just downloaded will. a free episode, and it doesn't... I mean, one of their, like, test episodes, and it doesn't require root. But like Eric said, maybe it's because these are free. I'm not sure. So. Well, no, I don't think that that's it. I'm, I think that, Seth, uh, that Shane's probably right, is that there are different routes that can be detected. Um, right. But I, unfortunately, the easiest thing at this point is to just have one device, which for me is the Nexus 7, that I don't, I don't root. And I'm happy with not rooting it because it's fine, you know, out of the box. Right. I only rooted it because I wanted to have a better backup solution for some of these apps. That's why I rooted it. So. Good deal. Shane, give us an app pick. Yeah, I just want to make one quick comment on my app pick from last week. Um, it's malware that, and uninstalled? No, no, no. Oh. No, no, it was a web <laughs> Pull page. The Jeremy. But funny enough, another podcast picked it for their uh, app of the week uh, on the iOS side. Whoa. Um, but no, that if you live in an area where uh, severe weather alerts are important to know, um, like where I live in Tornado Alley, it's not <laughs> great for that. If you live somewhere where your weather could possibly kill you? Yeah, it's not good for that. Uh, so this week I, I picked um, a game called Quell Reflect, and it's a uh, kind of a puzzle game. Well, it is a puzzle game, that kind of. <laughs> uh, where the idea is you have to swipe... Um, water droplets in certain patterns to knock out pearls. And it, it starts out pretty simple. Um, you know, it's real easy to go through it, but it ramps up pretty quickly in difficulty. And I don't know if this will come across the... It has a little soothing music for you. Nice. Always important. And pictures, and pictures of, uh, of trees and rain in the background. Anyway, um... It's pretty. It's a pretty uh, challenging game. Um, I think it was ninety nine cents, so it was pretty good. Um, it's pretty fun. I got hooked into it pretty quickly, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it was all the yoga I'm doing that got me into the um, calm or meditative type game. But um, it's quite a it's, uh, quite a fun game, and a lot different than Bioshock Infinite, which would be my app pick if we could pick PC games. <laughs> I've heard that's pretty good. 
All right, I'm going to give you an app pick that is a game, and this may or may not contain malware. There sure is a lot of ads when you uh, install it and, and go to play it, but I think the sounds alone may be worth it. It's called Swing Shot. Check this out. Oh, I totally missed. <laughs> Combo! <laughs> Are yeah. you hurting animals? Yes, you're throwing rocks at animals, actually. And then they swing, so... Hold on. Are they monkeys that you have to punch? Yes. No, you throw rocks at them. You are also monkeys. They're monkeys throwing rocks at each other. But it's like Angry Birds, but you're everything swinging. The, I don't know. The, I really like the physics in the game because everything starts swinging after a while, and you're trying to aim the rock, and it, it the cool sounds of the rock hitting it, it's like ah, ah, combo. It's yeah. It's called Swing Shot. So check it out. You know, Matt. But, I I tried downloading an app from this company. Was it like Shady C? I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It asked for root access. <laughs> Are you kidding? Really? No. And and I was just like, on oh, your rooted device. This, See, I only I, I only installed it, it on the Nexus 10, and my friend was playing it on his S3 that wasn't rooted at all. So that's kind of shady. I did notice a yeah. lot of ads and whatnot at the beginning, but it's so fun. Have you checked your credit card statement lately? <laughs> it was free, so and no, I don't. Oh. I probably should. Well, this company's been around for a long time, so I I don't think that it's like them infecting people with viruses, but they are using some some aggressive very, tactics lately, I think. Very aggressive. I would be curious, I should actually install it on my Genex and turn on uh ROM toolbox live ad scanner and see what it has to say about it. That thing usually if you use it if you turn it on, uh J Remy made that that whole the ROM toolbox thing, but that he redid everything and that that app, everything looks really super awesome now. Uh, before we get out of here, Carrie had mentioned in the Google Plus community, he says, my contract is up for renewal with Sprint and was wondering if anyone had a bead on whether Sprint is likely to carry the next Nexus device. My HTC Evo 4 GLTE is a nice phone. I appreciate the ROMs available, but A, they can be difficult to use as a daily driver if the radios aren't tweaked well, and B, DXO. I don't know what that means. Uh, I jump off Sprint, but my wife's phone is still under contract there. Sue, so I told him I would ask you guys. Any thoughts? Does anyone know? Maybe? I haven't heard anything, but I would not hold out hope. They've had a lot of yeah, they had a lot of issues in the past with Nexus and then the like the licensing for CDMA. Yeah, we've Your best bet might be just an S four. Or LT yeah. yeah, or LTE. The S four have yeah. good ROMs, right? There'll be CM for the S four, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure eventually, right? Eventually, soon, probably at when it comes out, you know. Well, if they can wait, I mean, if they can wait until another four or five months. I mean, you'll have a there'll be something comes out Google related for around Google I/O. We uh, something. I, mean, I I don't think they're going to release just the next the next Nexus Seven, um, and then it'll definitely be something by the fall. So I would just if they really want to stick maybe with the, the vanilla, X phone. Yeah, that may not be anything special, but that'll probably be talked about at I.O. in a couple months. It'll be a Motorola yeah. Nexus device, right? That'll be kind of cool. 
It could be really stripped down. It won't have any of that Touchways garbage on it. Moto Blur. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll have Moto Blur on it, hopefully. No, but that's I, what I I'm wait. saying. That would be cool because Motorola makes good hardware usually. Yeah, I would wait. I mean, I, 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 I couldn't wait. I had to get a new phone because my existing one was just dying. Um, but if I could have held on to, to the Nexus 5, I would have. I know what you're saying. I think I think I'm starting to notice it. It might just be Ingress, but just this phone pl- keeping it plugged in, having the GPS on, playing Ingress in the truck, like <laughs> it gets so hot. I'm just waiting for it to like smoke and be done. It's, yeah, it's, it's sad. Poor little guy. If, if you can hold out until the end of summer, I think by the end of summer you will know exactly what you know the the playing field looks like, and then you can make your decision. Do you um, think I, that... I would probably wait and to see like what IO brings and then I think this Motorola thing was supposed to be announced um in the July time frame. Did you guys also see that thing uh I posted in the community about the Verizon CEO saying he will consider dropping traditional cell phone contracts like T-Mobile? I like what Jeremy said in the in the community he says like no way. They would be the last to do it. Right. What do you guys agree pretty much that's Mhm. So what? Why? Why is he saying this? Was hey, hey, Matt, I gotta run. So okay. I'm sorry to do this, guys. My wife just came home, and I gotta go talk to her. So God, I can't be podcasting. Oh, and you said, I'm so happy. Nice. I have to go talk to your wife. Yeah. Okay. No, I just need to go. So. Yeah. No. Hey, that's cool, Seth. Just hey, I was here the whole show almost. So it was good talking to you guys. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> okay. Maybe. See you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, All Seth. Right, later, guys. Love you guys. See you later. Okay, is he gone? You know what it is, is that his wife he doesn't... guilty as hell. No, check this out. His wife doesn't like him hanging around with atheist podcasters like me and Shane. And Eric, so... you're not an atheist? And me and... Oh, I'm sorry. I only saw Shane's face here. I forgot Eric was still with us on Skype here in the corner. And Eric. And Eric. Thank you. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think he, he like heard his wife. He's like, oh, crap, I got to go. See you guys. Okay, anyway. It was about my, my nerdy friends. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Anyway, I think that's it. Is that it? That should be it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we were wrapping up. Good we stuff. Up, we were up Good anyway. at picks, guys. Good stuff this week. Uh, every week, attackoftheandroids.com. Definitely check it out. Subscribe on iTunes, that weird Apple service. And hey, if you had us in Google Reader, check out Feedly and add us there. Actually, you won't even have to because it'll be there from your Google Reader automatically. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping to announce my new product in a couple of weeks on this show. Are you? Is yeah, I can so- give you the name if you if you want if you care about the name. Is it something? Yes, we'll- yeah, sure. It's called uh, Greedler. Greedler. Yeah. Like greed. Oh lordy. Yep. I'm excited now. Do she, we get a preview? Good. A preview APK? <laughs> that a malware free preview APK. <laughs> You guys can. You, I'll, I'll, I'll. There's gonna be an invite process, and you guys can uh, get free invites. And uh, I'll actually give invites away to listeners on the show um, too. If uh, all two of them tonight right. live. Woo! <laughs> no, people who download it. I'll, You're the I'll lucky give them and they can email me. Yeah. No, we got some some downloads definitely. All right. That'd well, be awesome. that'll be cool. I'm I'm interested to see what our uh, Shane has has done. Yeah, me and my uh, my buddy Paul from the UK. Good stuff. Right on. Well, yeah, check us out on uh, the site and Google Plus community. We usually post stuff up in there throughout the week and make fun of stupid headlines and whatnot. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a pee show, but it's fun. So, uh, and yeah, we'll see you tomorrow night for Yats number fifty. So, if either of you guys want to join us for Yats number fifty, 
I know we didn't do anything for AOTA number 50, but, you know, these guys are old. They don't live long, so we got to... We got to do something for 100, <laughs> though. Yeah, definitely, which is coming up. So this was number 77. All right, thanks for listening, guys, to tagoftheandroids.com, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.